0: Hello and welcome to the Hello Judges podcast. My guest this week is UK Cup Tasters champion Midori Fujimoto. Midori works for Ozone Coffee and has competed in multiple different competitions over the last few years. We have a good chat about preparing for the World Championships, game plans for doing well at Cup Tasters and a few other things as well. I've brewed this episode of the podcast in an aeropress at a concentrated recipe and I'm bypassing it with 100 grams of 50-degree water at 60 ppm. Enjoy. All right, Midori, welcome to the Hello Judges podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for for having
0: me. Uh, How's your day been today so far?
1: Uh, Today's been good. Um, Well, after the long, you know, um, lots of bank holidays, um, I've got a few things on my list but yeah today's good um yeah so far
0: awesome so suppose let's get straight into some competition talk congratulations okay. on winning cup tasters last year
1: oh thank you so much I still like don't feel like it <laughs> so
0: it was November right so it's been uh been a good few months now mm-hmm. um how uh how have you found it over the past few months? Have you been like continuously like practicing or have you kind of been like waiting in anticipation? To be honest
1: with you, um, I haven't been done any practice um, until literally last week. Um, I had so much like plans, you know, like in November, I was like, okay, this is the world championship. It's like, you know, probably like once in my lifetime opportunity. So I should probably plan for my practice. So initially I planned, okay, I'm going to do two weeks. Um, it took twice a week practice since the 1st of April. And I'm going to go through there. And then basically my life has been so busy. I've just got a new job at Ozone and has been as a digital manager and my you know like my day to day has been so busy and I'm like oh my goodness I don't know how I'm gonna fit this in um to my day-to-day you know routine. I've got like my life to do. I've got <laughs> so um yeah until last week I haven't been able to practice um well I've been drinking coffee every day that's uh hasn't been stopped. <laughs> but yeah that's that's yeah that's where I am.
0: I suppose that kind of uh leads me to one of the questions I had lined up like what is the general competition culture like at Ozone because I know last year you also competed in UKBC and Anson's done it quite a few times so what's it like internally at Ozone?
1: Well so as a company if if you want to compete um it doesn't matter like you know which department you work for um there is definitely a lot of um help around it um and there are a lot of people like Dale Harris um Anson Rose um who's also a judge uh and yeah everyone's um around us is kind of like helping to encourage people to compete, of course, Rose cannot help us because they are judging at the same time, but um for example, Anson, who can you know uh give us some support or you know we can speak to Dale to you know give us some support, and um for example, my boss who is not even like coffee background. Um, She's like a badass like e-commerce and you know marketing boss. Like she has no idea about coffee coffee competitions, but she's always like supportive in that way that like I need some practice time or I need some, you know, yeah, support around it. And then yeah, as a company Ozon and has been both uh, quite supportive.
0: Great. I mean I suppose since um Dale had a lot of success in the past, um, you know, representing has been winning the world championship. So I think the company have definitely seen like some uplifting benefit from supporting staff through it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um what we always say is like, you know, th- through through this competition, you know, through Uh, being involved in competition there are so many new techniques and like you know innovations and knowledge around the coffee is going to be you know discovered so it's always good to be involved
0: yeah and also I suppose in a little way entering the competition sort of works a bit as marketing as well if you do well and you work for a certain company it's a bit of a spotlight
1: yeah absolutely
0: So how did you get started in competitions? What was your first competition?
1: So um, my first competition was little as like a Latte Art Throwdown. I moved to UK in 2015 and basically um, I had no (laughs) friends. And um, like competing in like Latte Art Throwdown was like one of the best way to get to know people and of course you know being around with people who's like has what like a similar interest um as in coffee was like the the best way to meet people and yeah get to know um different area of the London as well so that was me back in 2015 and And then my first SCA competition was a Latte Art competition (laughs) that um, I competed in um, as soon as I moved here. And then I came, I think I was fifth in the UK.
0: Nice. That's pretty amazing results, like, so early on.
1: Yeah, but, like, you know, um, that was uh, eight years ago, isn't it? Yeah. There was no dry form technique or there's no like slow rosetta it was just basically um uh what well, like a swan was quite like new back then and everyone was like swan something you know and <laughs> my latte art was basically in like this massive you know it's a competition cup isn't it it's so huge um uh, cappuccino cup, and then I had like a uh, kind of rosetta and then like turned around and then made a swan and then like I basically called it like swan on the lake or something and now people are doing crazy stuff like like boars and like like monkeys and you know so compared to that um it was um it was, yeah, different different time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite a regular thing that comes up, like how the competitions have changed over the years. And I feel like maybe Cup Tasters is perhaps the competition that's changed the least. Like, When did you first enter Cup Tasters and have you seen any change in it?
1: So I entered Cup Tasters in 2018. So that was the 2019 Cup Tasters Championships. Um no, my the everything was the same. All the rules, um I think uh, before 2018 there was some kind of like change. Um it used to be um there was no rule that you have to taste coffee. So some people could just like look at the cap and back then it used to be um not my time but the cup was completely like white um, and then so you could actually see like the difference of the colour in water or some people look at the oil floating on the top of the coffee and you could um, pick which one is the old one.
0: Right so definitely uh, a good rule change to make it a more skills-based competition.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's the cup tasters, you know, it's not like cup
0: smeller. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you did quite well in your first year at Cup Tasters, right?
1: So, yeah, I came third in the UK. Um, It was, yeah, it was cold. I was like excited and nervous, but, you know, every... Like the first comp- competition, like there's like nothing really like what to expect. You don't know what to expect. What you're doing is basically waiting for your turn to come and people will call your name and I just have to stand there with my spoon and spitting cup and you know and then okay the time like slurp and then I'm like oh my god what do I do oh, okay oh I got a slurp. <laughs> and then just basically like go through my round there's no um game you know what do you call it like a, um there's nothing like you know there's no game plan whatsoever you just like have to do it
0: <laughs> so have you changed have you developed a game plan since uh then or are you still just going in freestyle and seeing what works
1: well, I have my game plan. Uh, yeah. So basically my game plan is, um, so after this first competition, um, I've realized, uh, well, I always had this game plan, but I couldn't really do it at, on the day the first time because you're basically like, uh, feel like like almost like a drunk, you know, you, you just basically cannot remember what is going on. Um, but I have my wa- drinking water and spitting cup in my hand. So there's a rule that you can um, bring your bottle and you can leave it on the table. But I've noticed that every time when you go back to where, the you know, I left the bottle, you're actually losing few seconds so I just decided to hold my cup and the spitting cup at the same time and then I've looked through like some vessels to hold the cup and also can be a spitting cup and I found that like you know the milk jug is like a just perfect size (laughs) so um one of my, yeah, um game plan is to just um hold on to my two milk jugs. One has water in it and another one is the spitting cup. So I'm never going to, like, leave my triangulation. Another one is I go through each island twice. So every time when you go through once... Um, sometimes because your palate is not ready, you think that one is correct. But um, when you go second time, you change your mind completely. Because like then now you go through a few of the coffees and then your palate is kind of like ready to actually taste coffee. And yeah that's like my second one and then second time I competed in 2020 I started tasting coffee just before I go onto the stage so my palate is ready to taste the coffee so yeah so each year it's been kind of like developed
0: some uh, pretty good pro tips for other competitors there have you got um anything else you'd recommend to anyone who's not competed before who's thinking about doing cup tasters?
1: Well I think just do it. (laughs) Um, I yeah I spoke to a lot of people around me and everyone says oh I'm not a good taster or I'm not a good you know, uh, I, I don't know how to taste coffee, but I was like, but you know which coffee tastes good and which coffee doesn't taste good. And everyone says, yeah. And I'm like, if you know, then you are actually ready to, you know, um, compete in the cup tasters. It's just you need to focus, you know. Once you're on the stage, um, oh, my God, last time in – um yeah last year um Joey was emceeing and he was constantly talking and I was like oh my god just oh he's like talking about like oh Midori is uh still has like four cups left and I'm like yeah I'm working on it but then when you lose your focus then that's it you know um you have to go back to the coffee you just like put in your mouth again and then just like realize, okay, I have to do it, start over again. (laughs) But yeah, um, if someone wants to compete, I don't know, just um, enter it 100%. Like, you know, I I don't work, I don't roast coffee. I don't cuisine coffee. I don't make you know espresso drinks anymore. Um, I work in the, as a digital manager, looking after Ozone and Ozone's website and Instagram. But I still you know have a passion towards coffee, and I want to show people that you know you don't have to be a QC or you don't have to be the someone who roasts coffee to you know compete even like barista championships you know if you have a passion towards coffee and you know if you want to do it like I'm sure there are people that who can support
0: yeah I think that's a big thing like for people who want to get into competition like there's always going to be some roastery or someone who's like willing to help you out, willing to lend you some equipment or, you know, give you a cheap price on coffee or something. Like if you're thinking about entering a competition, Cup taste is a really easy one because all you need, you, like you don't even need your own spoon. They, they'll give you one on the day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, when I was competing in BC, I was so surprised, like, you know, how I, I'm, I have a lot of support from Ozan and has been so I didn't have to buy everything you know I like it's insane like you've done it before you you know how much like you actually need to prepare for BC you have to have coffee and you have to like that coffee you have to build a recipe and you have to practice and you have to have new milk jars that look and you have to have gloves and you have to have, you know, um, knock tube and everything. It's in, like it's crazy amount of um, equipment that you have to prepare just to go to the competition. And yeah, Cup is one of the easiest one that you can just actually compete in and also there's no judges you are the, basically your own judges you know you just pick the old one and there's no debrief <laughs> there's no um you know cost involved um apart from entering so yeah i'm i think it's if you're if people are thinking about entering competitions that's like one of the easiest ones
0: is there anything that you'd change about Cup Tasters if you could?
1: Um, well, I don't know. It's pretty good competition itself, I think. Um, you know, it's simple rules and, like, you know, it's easy to understand. There are eight islands in front of you, two are the identical cup, and then one is odd. And then eight set of them within eight minutes. Um, yeah, I and mean, you have to taste them. So there's no much like anything that it's quite simple, simple competition, isn't it?
0: Yeah, maybe uh, just ban Joey from emceeing so that he doesn't distract the competitors.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's actually great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great um, way to, you know, um, make the competition keep interesting. It's basically, yeah, definitely, you know, power of MC. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you're the Cup Tasters champion. You've entered Latte Art before. You entered UKBC last year. Are there any other competitions you'd like to do?
1: Well, I've done uh, Brewers Cup before. Ah. Um, That was, interesting I did uh, Bristol heat I think I went all the way to Bristol from London it was quite a nice trip to be honest and I didn't get through um, <laughs> my co-worker Jeff went through that that uh, year it was amazing to support her um, yeah it was great competition Um, not as difficult as BC, like, you know, the BC, it's quite full on to prepare and, you know, do everything. Um, But, well, to be honest, Brewers' Cup is quite involving as well. It's getting, you know, you have to, um, what do some presentation, you have to have your speech, um, right? So it's quite getting Intense as well. <laughs> Lattea, I don't think I can compete Lattea again. <laughs> like, I don't think, I feel like it's too late for me to, like, learn all of that, you know, dry form and, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to do a barista championship again. It is uh, ultimate skill to have, um, you know, understanding, the like a judge's understanding the rules uh coffee like farm and then the flavors and presentation you know it's quite ultimate like competition that you can you know if you if you win you can be super proud of yourself you know so, yeah, it might be cool to compete in Brewers uh, Barista Championship again. I don't drink alcohol, so I don't do coffee in good spirits. Um, it doesn't have, does it have to be alcohol? I've never actually read the...
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I think there's certain bits where you might have to use like sponsored uh, alcohols and stuff.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so I haven't tried Um, coffee and good spirit yet. Yeah. I always say yet because, you know, you never know. Yeah, never say never. Maybe
0: (laughs) you know, in the next year or two we might see some rule changes towards including like, you know, non-alcoholic and things like that, because it's quite a you know, a big trend in the industry at the moment.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So since winning the UK championship uh for cup tasters last year, had like Uh, you got a new job etc but you're still in the same company has anything else changed for you has uh competing in the competition maybe opened up any opportunities for you
1: well cup tasters um not a good question actually um well not a lot to be honest because I've already been this you know company I'm already um I'm yeah but when I go to like places people kind of knows me that's quite strange people you know (laughs) like I go to some coffee festival or coffee event people just you know like come and chat to me and or people say like oh I know you I don't know you but like I you know you seem familiar You know, that's kind of the thing, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe like something is happening, you know, without me noticing, but (laughs) there's not much opportunity as in um, probably I haven't like pushed like anyone else about it. I don't know. (laughs) There's not much opportunity. Is that a bad thing?
0: I don't know. Who knows like um, maybe there's ongoing things that you're not aware about like you said people you don't know know you because of either like your success or how in the coffee industry we've got this sort of weird online connection like you know a lot of people through like Instagram or whatever but you've never spoken to them in person and I think like doing well in competitions you do sort of gain this weird like z-list celebrity status almost
1: (laughs) yeah um well another thing is perhaps i don't really like realize this a lot but i feel like lots of people want to hear my opinion now which is quite strange for me i'm like um i'm kind of like i i do I am quite like outgoing and I do come across with like an extrovert but at the same time like sometimes like I'm rather like just like observe the situation sometimes but people for example like when I go to cupping event or when I go to you know coffee event people are like want to hear my opinion which is quite um new and interesting for me like I for example, when i was like had a uh, opportunity to speak to people about um women in coffee, there are lots of female um coffee friends they struggle to um, like uh, like in a way like be respected uh in the coffee industry and if they say, some opinions, um, Some sometimes it doesn't get or treated in a certain way it should be. And I feel like I've never had that experience yet, which is, uh, you know, well, partly because Audon um, is a company that's, like, you know, led by a female, you know, um, uh yeah, Lizzie Girl, who's like uh CFO, and she's a female, and my boss is a female, and the wholesale um operation manager is a female. So it's quite like a female dominant company. So I've probably never really experienced that within the company, but when I go to um yeah, coffee event and speak to my female coffee friends, often that topic comes up and I'm like, okay you know and winning in the coffee competitions or get you know some kind of um i don't know like yeah people see me as okay maybe listen to her opinion because she won something
0: <laughs> yeah like you, you turn up to the cupping and everyone's like oh no that that's uk cup taster champion like
1: yeah
0: you know <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah, it's so funny, though. I'm, like, still, like, yeah, I am. I am, right? Yeah, I am the champion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, uh, historically, in Cup Tasters in the UK, like, we've had quite a good, um, you know, representation. Like, Frida won it three times, I think. Yeah. Um, And also, like, last year in general was a good year for, like, women in coffee competitions. We had, you know, Sierra, Claire, and yourself all, like, winning them all which was uh, like awesome to see and like very long overdue I think Yay. like you like you said in the industry it's a tricky one because you work in a company like with lots of women in like higher roles and whereas there's a lot of like smaller independent companies and there's a lot of um at least from, like, my observation of cafes that I've been into, cafes i have been around, sometimes there's a bit of, like, you know, bro culture behind the bar, things like Mm -hmm. that. And, like, I'm definitely really keen to see, like, you know, more equitable and, like, comfortable environment for everybody, you know, regardless of gender in the coffee industry in the UK.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I remember, um, so my first job was in Canada. I was working in this coffee bar. It's absolutely amazing. They had slayer machine and they brewed um you know, they had amazing coffee. And um I was working behind the bar and then one time customer came in and then he basically tried to leave. And I was like, hey, you okay? You know, you're like a regular customer and like what's going on? And basically he was like, Oh, Paul's not here, so I'm not gonna get coffee. And I was like, Ooh, what does why? You know, I can brew you coffee. And I remember he said, Well, when Mel brew coffee, it tastes better. And then that that time was like what, eight, seven, no, nine years ago? And I was like, Whoa, that's interesting. And then but probably if that didn't happen. I didn't feel like, you know, I'm going to prove something, you know? I'm like, that day I was like, you know what? Like, Mr. Whoever, I don't know the name of. (laughs) Like, I'm going to prove you that I'm better than Paul. (laughs) I'm better than Paul and I'm going to make you like the most delicious cup of coffee and you're going to like beg for it. Like, honestly, I was like, excuse me. So you know, so like day to day like something happens and then it's gonna bother you and stress you and then you know, it will like like it's almost like a like a surround you and then it gets really stressful. But um I try to see it in a positive way that you know, if that didn't happen probably I'm not even like thinking about being a king barista and then after that i was barista for um four four years five years yeah so and then yeah i, I competed in like latte art competitions and you know brewers cup and barista championship and you know whatever people say i'm pretty proud of myself <laughs>
0: And you definitely should be like, you know, intense and confrontational situations like that can either make or break you. Like you see it, you know, particularly in moments like that in cafes, but also like in competition, like the stress can be so high and either you're going to, you know, act like you're under pressure and come out with something amazing or you know, you might not be able to handle the pressure and you could crumble and, you know, it could go either way. Right. Like that experience could have made you think, oh, well, maybe I don't want to work in coffee if people are going to treat me like this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I am under a lot of pressure. <laughs> I haven't been practised, you know, like the way that I want it to be. Like this year has been quite busy. And, um, the April part, April passed and then my part, you know, my birthday was, uh, 29th of April. And then I was like, oh no, by the time my birthday comes, I'm going to practice at least once, you know, and I always think about it. And then that day passed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to book something in my calendar. I'm going to write cup tasters championship practice and I'm going to definitely have to do it. And, you know, that day comes and then whatever happens, I don't know, your cat is sick or, you know, you're feeling run down or whatever the reason and you just like don't do it. And then one day you feel like, oh, my God, like it's a World Cup, you know, Cup Championship. Everyone wants to compete. And then I've been chosen and I have to do it. And like I cannot even dedicate my time to practice. Oh my goodness! And I have this, like you know, lots of pressure. And um, but like the people, for example, like my coffee friend Heidi, she's like amazing. Like she's like this, you know, um, training like super like trainer, like a coffee competitor mindset. Um like friend she was like Midori we gotta do it let's book something in together you know and then let's practice together and then I was basically in my head like feeling the pressure from myself that I gotta do this but then one day I was like Heidi I really need to, um to practice and then she was like okay let's book in come to you know, um, practice with me on Sunday, you know, 2 p.m. So, like, you have to have, well, you have to basically ask for support, you know, if you uh, you feel, like, stuck and then you feel like you feel a lot of pressure and then you don't know what to do, just ask, of, ask for help, you know. It could be your friend, it could be your partner, it could be your manager, whoever will willing to help you know and even if you feel like oh like like I can't do it but yes you can you've done it you know you've done it before that's why you're here and that's why you have to go to the world
0: yeah like practicing for cup tasters like you know you got to brew a lot of coffee you need like 24 cupping bowls you need like someone to mix them up for you and it's like so much easier having someone there to like help you and then you can have like a mini competition and like you know, drive each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's um it's so funny. So now we are practicing for cup tasters and um um uh, she's like putting me in this like the the really toughest um set and toughest environment. So she put, like, lots of, like, crazy music, uh, like reggaetons and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's so loud. And, you know, I get distracted. And then the coffee she brewed is, um, you know, same coffee but, like, different grind size. So the flavour is pretty much similar. Yeah, so it's, it's been quite tough. But, yeah, it's enjoying it, definitely. Like, every practice, you just got to enjoy, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Are you excited for Athens?
1: Yeah, I am. Um, Yeah, I am, very much. I've never been to Athens before. um, So it'll be cool to experience the culture. And also, I've never been to World of Coffee, so I... I think it's going to be like a London coffee festival, or any coffee festival. But I like to, you know, meet like the champion of every, you know, different countries. That'll be quite interesting to have a conversation with, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm very excited.
0: Was there anything else about competitions in general that you like wanted to talk about before we wind things down? I think
1: like through my Instagram I speak to you know I get to speak to a lot of like people that I've never even met before which is quite exciting and then people you know from different countries whatever they say oh you know I'm just a barista and I don't think I can compete but I'm like yeah I the message that I want to say is basically just compete you know if you put your name down there's no escape isn't it (laughs) if you put your name down you you know you go onto the website and then you know just get the ticket to enter this competition and I think everyone has a skill set to Compete any competitions, you know, um, and also, well, you've done it before, and then, you know, you know how throughout the competitions you actually learn something new, and then the things that you never really knew before, or like the techniques, or it could be, um, you know, coffee informations or like the skills that I didn't know I had (laughs) so yeah I don't know around the competitions like people ask me like what should I do just get the ticket (laughs) enter it I worry later
0: (laughs) yeah entering competitions is I like I think a good lesson in how to deal with stressful situations like don't don't let the fact that I'm saying it's stressful put anyone off entering. Like just enter and go for it. And if it doesn't go well, no one's going to remember. So, but I think even if you enter and do badly, you can still get a lot out of it.
1: Yeah, that's not true. Like even if you do badly, no one's going to remember that you did badly. People will remember that you were there and you competed and you know the following year they'll say like oh like i saw you last year you know um yeah definitely
0: awesome well thank you very much midori i think um we've ended on a positive vibe there right
1: thank you so much thank you so much for having me
0: thanks for listening to hello judges a great chat with midori covering loads of different stuff I think we'll see a lot more of Midori in the competitions over the next few years. My guest next time is first-time competitor and UK Barista Championship second place Zoe Williams from Clifton Coffee. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date. If you want you can email me at hellojudgespodcast at gmail.com and I ask please do not assess this podcast until after I've called time. time.